<laughs> Welcome, Kevin, to another week of our little podcast. We're so excited to be here and to be Yay. here with you all. I'm very excited. So, to start off, I'm Lauren of Valkyrie Fibers. <laughs> I'm Emily of Kitty with a Cupcake. And we're Emily. both of Fiber Coven. Hooray! Hooray! Cool. Let's start off with a little bit of news. We our dark romantic knit along mystery knit along is all wrapped up. We've drawn for prizes, and three out of the four prize winners have already got their prize. But there's one still out there, so check your ravelry. You messages. might have won a thing. Check your ravelry. You might messages. have won a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also have our friendship socks knit along still going on through Halloween. So if you're going to knit a somewhat related pair of socks for you and a loved one. Please enter that. There will be more, even more prizes for that. You have Hooray! a week. So if you already got a pair done and you've just got like a little bit of a sock left, get going because you could win stuff from yeah, that too. For sure. Very exciting. And also kind of non-yarn related, I um, have a book club that I'm going to be in that is virtual and is open to everybody. So it's an anti-racism book club uh, through the Black Lives Matter Carson City group, which is called Power and Liberation. But all their social media stuff is like BLM Carson City or Black Lives Matter Carson City. Uh, we'll be doing book club stuff virtually, I believe, via Zoom, but it's not quite decided yet. But what is decided is the book. We will all be reading um, So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Oluo, which is a really awesome book. And we're going to be doing it in small chunks. We're going to have the first meeting mid-November on chapters one through three. It's a pretty widely available book. Maybe I should do that because that one's on my list of ones that I want to read. Yeah, it's a really good book if you're interested in like just starting to learn about anti-racism. It breaks down a bunch of different topics. It's, it's a really good book. I'm, I'm excited. I've already read the book and I'm going to do it again for book club. It's going to be fun. Like I said, it's free, it's virtual, everybody is welcome. We love it. And if you're not interested in like participating in the discussion, they're going to record the Zoom uh, book club meetings and put them on the socials so you can enjoy them at your leisure if you're not available at the time or you're not somebody who's into interacting with strangers on the internet. Cool. Yeah. Hooray. News. So now we can talk about finished objects. I spy with my little eye a finished project. I'm wearing my descent card again. It's on it's, my body. It's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm very proud it's, of it. I just mm-hmm. pet my lovely colorwork boobs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it looks so good. So it's a colorwork cardigan that's been steeped. The main color is a deep, pretty, plummy eggplant color with a light, light gray, right, for the collar, colorwork yes, yolk? Yes, yes. The purple mm-hmm. is from Cece's Wool, and the gray is from Cozy Colorworks, and I believe the name of the gray was Silver. Very nice. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. And it looks like you went with the dark purple for the button band and the because that's gray for the was, collar. It was written and I decided that the silver on the button band might draw too much attention to my tummy area. Mm-hmm. So I went with the dark purple and I really like how it turned out. Um, it's so beautiful. It's do you like, like the fit? I do. I love the fit. It, I, it can be buttoned, but it pulls a little bit on the buttons, but I wasn't intending to wear it buttoned anyway. So I'm really mm-hmm. not concerned about that. And I think it would have too much side bulk if I had made it big enough to be buttoned like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've just been wearing it with the top button buttons like this, which I think looks cute. Um, and it I wear does. a lot of dresses, so it just kind of looks cute over my dress like that. Uh, it looks so cute. My buttons are... Uh, 
Victorian brass buttons that I got at a vintage button place at uh, Rhinebeck. And I have my little ribbon detail that I finished, uh, which is just a cute little floral jacquard ribbon that I found at Joanne's and stitched over the steak little leftover bit. Yeah, you were worried it wouldn't match quite as well as what you had in mind, but it looks super matchy. It looks beautiful. Yeah, and that's on both sides, and I'm very impressed with myself because I had to hand sew that in there, so I just felt uh, like old-timey and nice. (laughs) I'm very impressed with you, too. I don't like hand sewing much things. I'm pretty experienced at hand sewing. I used to have an Etsy shop where I sold like hand sewn felt toys and stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I also like did some art out of some hand sewn felt stuff as a youth. Uh, So I'm pretty used to just like whip stitching for days. Nice. It -hmm. it looks really stunning. Thank you. Yeah, Uh I like it a lot. It's so soft. I really like this purple yarn. You look cozy and wonderful yes but it is like 80 degrees and I'm just wearing this because I was really excited about it so I'm gonna take it off now so I'm not just like yeah. sweating and making it smell bad take it off oh yeah oots, oots, oots. I have I don't have much in the way of finished objects I have one half finished object that I forgot to put on a sock blocker but I have my um, this is my third forest fruit sock. So I have three out of the four forest fruit socks done. Yay. So this one, it's a little color work sock. It's got a little color work up in the cuff. My mean color is orange and my contrast color in the color work is this brownie gray, my Lord of the Rings Halloween colors. I just love these. They're so cute. They're super cute. I banged this one out during our last book club meeting pretty much, um, which was also a lot of fun. But yeah, I have a sock. Oh, and then I have another non-knitting uh, little finished object that's also orange. Do you want to see? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I carved a gourd. Ah, gourd. Yes. <laughs> gourd. So last night my my husband and I had date night and we car- decided to carve a pumpkin uh, and we just carved a simple pumpkin that says vote him out. That's an um, awesome pumpkin. Yeah, and we put one of your tea lights inside of it last night and marveled at our, at our, um, you know, talents. Yeah, that's very talented. I haven't decided what I'm going to carve my pumpkin as, but I like the election-themed pumpkins. I might have to Yeah, do our house isn't very subtle. I have a giant pride flag and, uh, my, also... and, a, and a big Black Lives Matter sign in the window. Like, I think, think we know how everybody in this house is – is voting, so I, I enjoy my vote him out pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That's my, awesome. I called it my anti Trumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But, yeah. And you can see when I was holding it up, I just kind of drew on there in Sharpie where I wanted the words to be, and I didn't bother taking it off too much because you're not going to see that in the dark from the street. No. Yeah, and those are my finished objects. Yay! I didn't finish anything aside from the sweater. I've worked on That's a big finish, though. It was. It was. I I underestimated just how long the finishing bits would take me between, like, the steak and doing the button band and, like, figuring out where to place the buttonholes and sewing on the ribbon. It was an involved process, but I think it was worth it, so... This is Absolutely. the first time I've like done it's that a stunning garment. planning for a sweater. 
to like like picking the ribbon and doing extra stuff that's like not necessarily in the pattern but you can really see see the results it's so it's it's profesh looking well and i think it's going to make the sweater have a longer life right because because that yarn it, i i did the machines uh steak because it's slippery and super wash so that ribbon cover is just going to make that steak like stay put and it'll just like wear to itself underneath the ribbon and i won't have to worry about it popping out or anything yeah mhm Shall we move on to our works in progress? Yeah. What do you got for me? Show me. I have some socks that I've been working on because it's Socktober. Socktober. Uh, Oliver. I've been enjoying our Socktober blog posts. Yeah, it's been fun. Socks are fun. So I have one (gasps) that is finished without the heel. And I did, last time I showed you this, I decided to do the cuff in the contrast color, which I know it doesn't really look like a contrast color because it's one of the stripes, but it is. It's a different Mm -hmm. yarn. It's my leftovers from Dark Romantic, actually. And uh, I did a little bit longer cuff than I normally do. Uh, I did 16 rows of ribbing instead of 12, which is my normal. And I thought that might just make it stay put on my calf a little bit better because sometimes... Mm -hmm. I, I usually wear my long socks over leggings, uh, and sometimes the leggings are slippery and the sock can kind of slide down. So yeah. trying that out. And so that one's the Black Flame Candle by Nomadic yes. Yarns, right? Yes. And this is very the vintage Halloween. Vintage Halloween one. And this is the second one. Yay! Yay! So yeah, I am, I don't know, I'm probably pretty close to where the heel would go, but I'm just going to keep going and uh, do my wonderful technique of just measuring it against the stripes of the already finished sock to determine how long it is. And I discovered I didn't need to place the heel yet to find the middle stitch because I can tell where the middle stitch is from where my calf increases are. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do both heels when I, both socks are knit. Nice. Yep. I love it. I also worked on my nomadic yarns socks. Mm. I'm doing mine two at a time, but I had another pattern repeat than I thought I did. I had counted out the pattern repeats because this is my second in a set of friendship socks. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing your little calf increases. Oh, nice. I, since I have I'm a small person with small legs, I just did eight stitches of increase. That probably makes sense. I also, mm-hmm. I, like, I have some fat area in my calves that you probably don't have. So you probably need less room than I do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty excited. I thought I only had six uh, uh, stripe repeats per sock, but it turns out I had seven because apparently I can't count this. And I saw this when I was dividing up my balls, but Better I've been working on extra. A, yeah, yeah. And that, that enabled me to like get to a point where I needed to do calf increases. So this is the exact same dire on the exact same base, the Brit sock base. Only mine is more like brownie vintage color instead of vintage Halloweeny colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matic Yarns is so good. She can do like good grungy colors. She can do good bright colors. Just oh, yeah, I, I really love her yarn. I've, I have, I probably uh, the largest chunk of socks by an individual dyer are nomadic yarns in my sock collection. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Not very exciting. And she's super nice. I met her at Rhinebeck last year. She actually oh, lives by where I grew up. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the only other thing I've been working on is my heavily cabled socks. I 
got a wild hair and decided that I needed to work on those some more. So it's just more of the same thing. I have a significant chunk of the leg that I did last night on this nitpicks uh, tweed stroll, and it's just the cable design. I love it. It's once again, this one is Thorin. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. I don't know if it's available elsewhere, but it's based off of Thorin's armor from the Hobbit movies. And it makes me happy. I've been doing this while watching TV. I haven't been having as much knitting time lately since my my sweetie is back in town. For like good or? It's a long story. Uh, his crew is officially um, wrapped up with travel for the year, but he might see if there's some extra work with another uh, local crew that he can pick up. Right. So I'm, I'm not opposed to this. I like, um, I like us having money. I like my free time. It's all good. Yay. Sweet. I told Chad about those socks and then told him he would never get a pair of socks as detailed as those. they're a little i'm yeah i i wanted a challenge for socktober and i think i gave myself as much challenge as i could handle with those ultra gabled socks yeah Mm -hmm. what Um, other whips have you been doing i have my little spin cycle pattern (gasps) yes and in the pussy willow in pussy willow yes and it looks uh pretty similar to where you saw it last time but I actually mm-hmm. there was some mesh in here that I decided I hated so I went back and took it out and refixed it mm. and now I'm starting on what will be the like little border pattern situation oh that's the edge already I mean there's there's gonna be like an inch or so of stuff mm. going on so it's just the start of the stuff uh and nice. this is a heart-shaped shawl so it is mm-hmm. growing faster on the sides than in the middle which will enable it to go all the way around your neck and be connected. Uh, even though this is very small yardage, it's like 138 yards or something, but you will be able wow. to make one thing out of this. So Nice. And I have Love my it. chart all finished for this. So I'll probably be looking for test knitters for this really soonish uh, because I would love to get it done with a good amount of time before Christmas so people could knit some up as gifties. Those would be excellent mm-hmm. and winter gifty season gifts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I only have one other thing that is a whip that I've been working on. I kind of have one. It's okay, a semi-interesting we'll, we'll whip. <laughs> so I decided I'm only going to show this when I finish a full page, but I did a little more work on my full coverage cross stitch that I decided Oh. That I'm doing. I finished. I finished the first page out of twenty, and it was like a one that's along the edge, so it was a smaller page than the rest of them, which is just. It's going to take me several years to finish this, and I promise I'll only show it once I've finished a page. But um, a few months ago, I was drunk off of my own internet power, and I found a website. I believe it's Pixel Stitch, where you can turn any photograph into a. Um, cross stitch pattern and it just spits out a cross stitch pattern in DMC for you. And I had some fan art I liked of Chewbacca uh, riding a giant squirrel holding his crossbow fighting Nazis. And I turned that wonderful art into a cross stitch and I'm starting in the bottom corner, which is going to be, you can see my first Nazi right there. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very thrilling cross stitch of mostly background and a little bit of a back of a gray coat. That's all it is. I'm very impressed with you. I don't think I'll ever do a full coverage cross stitch. I'm it's so nice. I'm so slow. 
<laughs> I am also very slow, but it's nice. And you can see I've laid out my grid for my next page. I have my wonderful little uh, needle minder from a needle runs through it. Feminist as F. It's very, it's very me. It says the full thing there. But we're trying to be good kids about cursing on the internet. Trying to not have the explicit tag on iTunes. It's hard for me, but we can do it. It's also hard for me. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my only other work in progress. I was very excited to finish my first page of my first ever full coverage cross stitch, my decades long project. You're making me want to work on my cross stitch. Mm hmm. You should. It's fun. I might now Human that the sweater is done. Humans love pixel art. I love pixel art. I really mm -hmm. I like I love making pixel art now that I do color work patterns and stuff. It's just like fun to mess with little tiny squares. It is. Okay, show me your last whip. My last whip is something that you haven't seen in a hot minute. And it's mostly because all the stockinette on my sweater was kind of filling this thing's hole. Uh, and this is my shruggy thing. Oh, yes. That is made in Lola Bean. And I have the one complete uh, little rectangle tubey for your arms. And I'm almost done with the second rectangle tubey. And this That's is really cute. in uh, Knuckle Sandwich, which is the mm -hmm. gray with blue and purple speckles and purple nurple, which is the super purple color i love it so, i love that you have both like purples with semi-violent names i know they're so <laughs> wonderfully paired together uh so, almost like she's good at her job <laughs> yeah i oh, uh, so lovely. am almost done with that part this is the ball i had left over from the first rectangle this is where the second one is at so as you can see very close and then nice. i have this much purple left, so I think I am going to pick up and do something around that whole edge. Uh, and then this will be good, and then this will be testing. So I've had a lull in test knitting for a couple months just because of, like, my scheduling. But soon I'm going to need some test helpers. Oh, that's so exciting. I love and this that. is going to be, I I've, haven't said it on the podcast before because we haven't talked about this project on the podcast before, but it's basically a square that has a nice little diamond pattern. And then you uh, pick up from the edges of the square and do a rectangle that connects to the adjacent side of the square. So it's a square with two rectangle tubes coming off of it and you'll wear it like a little bolero shrug thing. Nice. And it's infinitely customizable size-wise. So it could be made for a very tiny child and a very, very large person. So. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Baby steps into garments. Yeah. Well, you'll hear a little bit more about garments in office hours this week. Woo, woo, woo. Cool. That's, That's all my whips. exciting. Hooray. Are we ready to talk about acquisitions? Yeah. I don't have any. I have some things in the mail. I made it an order, but I didn't realize that it was a Canadian company because the shipping was just that good. It just made no sense to me, but I have yarn in the mail. It's actually scheduled to show up on election day, which I think I'm going to really look forward to having a little bit of something joyful and not anxiety producing. I am day. going to, have I said on the podcast that I'm going to be an election officer on election day and I am very excited and nervous about it. <laughs> yeah, I I'm would be too. Be there from 4.30 a.m. until 
they're done and everything is closed up. So officially six, but obviously after six, because we have to like close up all the machines. And if there shouldn't be anyone in line, hopefully I think uh, that there's enough mail-in voting and early voting in Louisville is generally uh, fairly organized, especially we're not uh, election officers at one of the biggest polling locations we're at a school that's like one of the extra ones so ours shouldn't be insanely crowded but who knows it might be crazy <laughs> yay democracy yeah. let's save it yeah and we're gonna have to plan our lunches and food and stuff uh because you're mm-hmm. not allowed to leave so we're gonna mm, have bring a, a lunchbox a little cooler of our lunch and breakfast and everything Wow, that's mm-hmm. intense. And I'm assuming lots of caffeine. Yeah, I think I'll probably pick up some of the prepackaged cold brews Trader Joe's has to stick in there. For sure. No going out for hot coffee. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Yeah. But show me the things you've got. I know one of them. <laughs> yeah. So one of them is from you. You sent me a From package. me? Yeah, so I have many things from you. This is some yarn that you dyed. It is. This is a one-of-a-kind colorway called Artemis, which <gasps> is really pretty. It's like a gray-purple with like purpley, and they kind of like look like red magenta-ish speckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. this is what I'm going to be using for my samples for an upcoming club that we're doing in 2021. Woo woo. Keep I your know. eyes out, Kevin. Yeah, you'll I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that soon. But yeah, we're in the planning phases and I have my yarn for the samples and I've been ordering tons of stuff for that for the club doodads, but none of it's here yet, so you don't get to hear about that yet. Mm-hmm. I have a super cute Azula hairpin. <laughs> made by my dad. Spray yeah. painted by me. Lauren's dad made this. How cool is it? It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I might use it as a shawl pin too. Mm-hmm. Hair pins she and shawl can... pins are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> so that you can show your undying allegiance to the Fire Nation. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is kind of related. So Christian and I have this, um, like, it's like a three-year question journal. It's the same. You answer the same question each year. And one of them is actually the one from my birthday, which was, but he was very late in filling it out. So I just saw it. It was, if your partner could be a super, like if you had to give your partner a superhero name, what would it be? And he called me the last of the yarn benders. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, that's too cute. Funny. I can't handle how cute that is. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a, for looking like a dirty lumberjack, he's a cute boy. Sweet little boy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I also have my super cute tomato witch sticker, which Yay! I am, look at the color palette matching on my journal right now. I'm very impressed with it. These stickers were purchased totally separately by two totally different people and look how nice they look together. They have like the same So cute. Uh, so I have my little tomato witch on her Vespa and then my little uh, Mickey and Minnie in a mad tea party teacup. Sticker. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cute. And I have a fiber coven sticker now. Yay! Hooray! Did I send you enough? You did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to distribute them amongst my peoples. And I felt really silly that I forgot to send you some fiber, too. I put your package in the mail. I was like, oh, I should have given her fiber. It's okay. So that's a thing that is cool. 
And then it was Rhinebeck weekend last weekend. And because it was Rhinebeck weekend and I haven't been ordering a ton of yarn uh, lately, I decided to order some yarn for a sweater for the husband. (gasps) So he doesn't have a sweater yet. And I just finished my descent, obviously. And in doing that, I discovered that I could totally add a steak to a colorwork sweater that doesn't have a steak written in because it's not that hard and it's not rocket science. So I'm going to be doing a colorwork yoke sweater and adding a steak for him. Wow. Yeah. He's going to look really good in a colorwork cardigan. Yes, I know. He's going to be so cute, but he definitely prefers cardigans to pullovers because he gets hot and then he just like has, it's easier to take on and off and stuff. And he mm-hmm. is less likely to wreck it if he's like moving large piles of instruments around because he could put it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so I got the same yarn that I made my oh. sweater out of because it was so soft and he's kind of picky about um, wool for sweaters. Uh, I had him feel some Harrisville at uh Rhinebeck last year which is a similar softness to like a Brooklyn Tweed shelter situation it's very wooly and it does get softer with washes but it's not like the softest wool it's not like a super soft merino this is a super soft merino so I thought he would really like this for his sweater so this Mm -hmm. is yarn baby exclamation point by CC's wool and it's super wash merino and each skein is eight ounces Wow. That's why it's a yarn baby. It's a nice autumnal orangey russet color. Yes, it's called Falling Leaves. And I think this was her, was a Rhinebeck, like made for Rhinebeck color. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a a really orangey brown. And Chad picked this. I gave him options of colors. And I was actually really surprised he picked this one. I thought he was going to be boring and pick gray. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't know, but he picked this, so I really like this, and I have uh, my contrast colors coming in the mail to me. And the sweater I'm doing is Marshland. I think it's called Marshland. It's by Tin Can Knits. And Ooh, fun! I picked that because Tin Can Knits has such lar- a large range of sizing and uh, different gender shapings in their sweaters. So it's a really nice choice for a dude sweater. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the reasons I hadn't made him a sweater yet is because I couldn't find like a hook color work cardigan pattern of theirs that I really like, but I'm going to add the steak. So I like it. It's going to awesome. be an adventure. But other people have done the steak on Ravelry for that pattern. So I can basically just copy what other people have done. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then I have two other little doodads. My aunt sent me a package, like a care package in the mail, and she sent me a descent collar pin nice and a haunted mansion mask oh cute yes so those are fun yay also two random containers of uh clorox wipes oh very useful (laughs) you take them to your um polling duties i should (laughs) take one to my polling i'm going to actually Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Should we move on to the occult corner now? Yes. Yeah. So for this week's little, like, tidbit of odd history in occult corner, I want to talk about how Edgar Allan Poe died. Um, So I looked this up on Wikipedia like a good podcaster. 
I don't actually but, know how he died. You told me we were going to no. do this, and I decided to not look it up so that I would learn. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Well, so Edgar Allan Poe wasn't super famous during his lifetime. He became more famous after he died. He actually died pretty young, around the age of 40. He definitely, while he was in his, like, solid 20s, married his 13-year-old cousin, which is deeply, deeply problematic. So, fun fact, that's who Annabelle Lee is written about. I knew that somewhere in the back of my brain, I think. Yeah, it kind of makes it a little more messed up, like the line, like, you were a child and I was a child in our kingdom by the sea. It's just like, ooh, one of you was way more of a child than the other. (laughs) But uh, she passed away... Uh, after in well, pretty young, and I think she was in her twenties, like late twenties, when she died. And he didn't take it very well. And he, um, they don't know whether he was a raging alcoholic and had like major depression or both. But uh, he was not doing well after he died, or she died. He wasn't doing well after he died either, <laughs> for all we know. But it's there's like how he died was very strange situation. He was like in the middle of traveling and he was found in Baltimore, like incoherent in a ditch wearing clothes that were not his and did not fit him. Oh. And the doctor that like when they finally figured it out, like, Hey, maybe we should get this incoherent person help. Um, the doctor that kind of watched over him and he, he only lasted a few days, like under a doctor's care after that. But the day that he was found in a ditch incoherent was an election day. And so one theory about how and why he died. And of course, like some of the theories are that he was, you know, suffering from various substance dependence problems and in extremely poor health, both physical and mental. And certainly these things could have been it was that he was a victim of old timey election fraud called cooping. So, If you've heard the phrase being cooped up, it is being... I don't know what it means. I assumed it had something to do with chickens. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're related. Mm -hmm. Like, so what what people who were committing election fraud back in the antebellum years were doing is they'd get people, um, put them in a small room, a coop, as it were, and provide them with copious amounts of alcohol and other mental like and other drugs and if they had access to them and basically give them different like costumes and wigs and mustaches and clothes and force them to go through and vote several times for the candidate that had hired these thugs to basically lightly kidnap people and get them like knee walking drunk Mm -hmm. put them in disguises and have them go vote multiple times wow Yeah, and so that's a theory about why Edgar Allan Poe was found incoherent in a ditch wearing clothes that were not his and did not fit him right before he died. I was looking this up. I know, isn't that wild? Mm -hmm. I also saw that this was a way that they got people to enlist in the Civil War, too. It's just put them in a small room and get them real drunk and be like, you want to enlist in the army? Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, solid tactics for getting people to put their sign on, sign and seal on things they might be dubious about. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was a little poignant here as we're closing through the end of October 2020 here and coming up on an election of our own. It's themed on multiple levels. (laughs) It's a spooky author. It's a spooky time. Voting fraud. Good thing we don't have any of that in America. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
I'm not even going to get into it. It's wild. It's wild out there. Please vote, people. Yes, voting is important. Yeah, please do it in the way that is safest for you. Mm -hmm. That might be voting by mail. And if you're going to vote by mail, make sure you put it in the mail as soon as possible or put it in only an official ballot box because apparently out here in California, heard about this. Some Republicans have been putting out unofficial ballot boxes. So only the official ones. And I know for me, when I, I voted by mail, I, they had a little list of all the locations in my county where there were official ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're can just bring... going to go vote early in person because we didn't want to be confused about where to bring the ballots and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vote early if you can. Yes. And if you can't, vote on the day of. Just make sure you vote. Yes. Voting's good. Voting is good. Please exercise your civil responsibilities. <laughs> For sure. Lots of lots of exciting things going on. Shall we move on to sa- shameless self-promotion? Yeah. Tell me things. I what new a- things have you got in the world? I have assorted things. Uh, Hooray! So I have the corn <gasps> cuteness washcloth pattern, uh, which it is very cute. Very cute mosaic knit washcloth uh, with little candy corns on it. Uh, this pattern is two bucks in both of my pattern stores. But if you are a member of the Fiber Coven Patreon, it is free for you. Uh, there is a coupon code on the Patreon post, and you can just download the PDF from the Patreon post. Yay! Yay. It is. It lives up to its name. It is both candy corn and very cute. Thank you. And if you haven't tried mosaic knitting before, it is very easy. I promise it is easier than it looks. You only work with one color at a time and you just slip the stitches of the other color. It's very easy to do. This would be a really good project to learn mosaic on. Yeah, because it's quick and easy. And the turn mm-hmm. is basically the same. So you'll figure it out real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have that. And I also have a, did I say that I had a, the equalization pattern with nitpicks last week? I think I did. I think so. Okay. Well, I have a different pattern uh, with interweave called the Cuprite, Cuprite uh, shawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is in their new quick and easy knits collection. And they have like some videos that go along with it. And it's like a whole PDF ebook and it's free right now uh, through interweave. Uh, if you go to the Cuprite Shawl on my designer page on Ravelry, it links to where you can download the book. You just have to like give them your email and you also get entered in a drawing for like free yarn and stuff. And nice. Maybe some free needles by signing up to get the PDF. So that's cool. And I think it's only free for a month or so. They didn't, I don't know that they have a super hard date on there, but it, they did say it's free for a limited time. So you can go get all of the patterns in the collection for free. There's like 12 of them and they're all meant to be beginner patterns that like look really cool and not beginner-y, but are super easy to do. Mine is a uh, corner to end triangle shawl. So a right angle triangle shawl situation that you start Mm -hmm. at one and go to the other side that has uh, just standard three over three cables that get broken up by garter stitch and the cables are on a garter stitch background and you do all the cabling on the wrong side which means that every right side row is just knit nice i love it when you do that 
I like it. I like doing that. It's kind of my uh, trick, one of my bags of tricks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, and it's, mine was made with Joe Sharp Silk Road Tweed, uh, which is like an Aaron weight tweed yarn uh, that is worse, uh, woolen spun. So it's super lofty, but you could use any uh, Aaron weight yarn. You could definitely knit it in a worsted and it would still be super cozy and nice. Yay. Mm-hmm. And that's so nice that it's free too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So go go get it from them while it's still free from them. <laughs> Even if you're like, I might knit it in the future. Just get it now while it's free. <laughs> Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Awesome. Well, what a fun week of crafting for us. Hooray. Hooray. So I guess to uh, wind things up, if you want to find any of my yarns and fibers for spinning, I'm on Etsy at Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe. I'm also on Instagram at Valkyrie underscore fibers. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah. And I am Kitty with a Cupcake on Instagram. And I'm also Kitty with a Cupcake on Ravelry. And if you go to my Instagram, you can find the links to both my Ravelry, Payhip, Fiber Coven. You can find pretty much all of my stuff there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you had a fun time hanging out with us and come hang out with us on the uh, Fiber Coven Patreon and Discord. It's a fun happening place. We like it. Yes. And until you might get next free patterns. Yeah, you, you might up. get you might get free patterns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we do our office hours videos. Uh, so if you like uh, listening to our podcasts, you could get even more podcasts from us where we talk about more like secret businessy things that we don't talk about in the main podcast. As well as our recommendations for other things we're into. It's true. We also just kind of ramble on about nothing in those sometimes. If you like our nerd rants, check out The Office Hours. Nerd rage. (laughs) So much unbridled nerd rage. Mm -hmm. And you can find that at patreon.com slash fibercoven. You can also find show notes to all of the stuff that we talked about at fibercoven.com. So many places to find us on the internet. We hope you'll find your way to one of them. Yes, please. Cool. Alrighty then. So until next week, Coven, keep on creating fiber magic.